This is Frank Dominguez for the WDAV Piedmont Arts Podcast, and this time I'm joined by Kathy Youngblood, artistic director and conductor of the Caritas Acapella Ensemble. She's had a long and varied career in choral music, including with the early music ensemble Ars Nova in Guatemala, where she lived for 17 years. And while there, she founded the Choral Society of Guatemala and conducted a performance of Mendelssohn's Elijah with the Society and the Guatemala Symphony Orchestra. More recently, she's taught music theory and piano in the area and devoted herself to writing choral music in addition to her duties with Caritas. They're performing a program titled Homegrown on Sunday, February 25th, with music by regional composers such as Dan Forrest, Dan Locklear, and James Kevin Gray. Performances are at 3 p.m. at Davidson College Presbyterian Church, and then again the same day, 7 p.m. at Christ Episcopal Church in Charlotte. Kathy, welcome back to WDAV. Thank you, Frank. It's good to be here. Now, I think the first time we met was when uh, you had brought uh, one of these choirs you worked with in Guatemala to WDAV. And before we talk about Caritas and what your mission is, uh, tell me about how you wound up in Guatemala working with an early music ensemble. Well, my parents were with a Lutheran church, and they were assigned to work in Guatemala. So I was a youngster when we first moved there and lived uh, 17 years there and two years in Venezuela, so I consider myself more Latina than I do <laughs> uh, gringa. <laughs> That's wonderful. And it was, a, as I recall, a wonderful visit with the, the chorus uh, from Guatemala that you brought to our attention and brought up to the studios for us. Yes, Capella Cantorum was started um, when I was there, uh, and um, they have just done a remarkable job of developing uh, a cappella music to the point where they're now considered the premier group in Guatemala, and I was delighted to be able to bring them here. So they could experience um, the musical scene here and that you all could hear from them as well. Now, you're here to talk to me today about uh, your ensemble currently, Caritas. Mm -hmm. And I noticed from the website and the uh, materials about it that you have sort of a special motto or or slogan or mission, if you will. Tell us about that and, and where it comes from. Sure. Our mission statement is acapella artistry with a purpose. And it's sort of divided in two. The acapella artistry emphasizes our desire to really produce an excellent product. We have a, 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 um, an almost, I would say, semi-professional level of singer. Uh, they're all auditioned and just really cream of the crop. We have 16 voices, and we really focus hard on, on working, uh, producing uh, you know, a, a high-level quality in our, in our acapella music. The second half of that slogan, with a purpose, kind of relates a little bit more to the, our desire to not just bring something for a one-time blessing, so to speak, to the audience that listens to us. We certainly want that to happen, but we want it to be productive beyond that. So um, all 50% of our box office uh, goes to a charity, a local charity, which we select ahead of time, usually somehow or another connected to the theme of the concert that we are bringing. It sounds like uh, some of that uh, influence of your uh, missionary parents uh, has certainly uh, transferred over into your work as a choral conductor. Well, perhaps that might be the case. I think that, uh, you know, uh, we are, we're, we're all community. All of us are community. And um, the fact that you here are interviewing me shows that you are also a part of this community. And um, so, yeah, we consider that, that our, our mission is, is, to, is beyond music. It is music primarily, but we use music as a tool to, uh, you know, to try to connect the community and connect ourselves with them. Tell us specifically about this program, Homegrown, and about the uh, music that's going to be featured in the concerts. The idea came about as wanting to feature uh, composers of the Carolinas. 
we f- I feel like there are just so many gifted composers in our own backyard, and uh, many of them uh, are, are not known. And so it was just a real privilege. My, one of my desires in, in, in uh, my programming is usually to try to expose some new composer so that there can be some awareness of their work. So uh, we'll be featuring composers from North and South Carolina. Uh, we'll be featuring, uh, as you had already mentioned, um, Dan Forrest, who is our most published composer uh, from uh, makes Greenville, South Carolina, his home. Uh, and of course, Dan Lockler, who's just a wonderful composer and his, his organ, uh, orchestral, and choral music. Then there are others, Dr. Jackie Yost, who is at UNCC, uh, primarily an organist, but has has written some some lovely choral music as well. Uh, to, and then we're contrasting our styles. We have we are featuring uh, Rick Bean, who is a very well loved um, jazz pianist in the Charlotte area and uh, just a dear friend. And he he's written something for us specifically. By the way, five or six of the pieces that we'll be featuring will be premieres. Uh, then James Kevin Gray is a composer, young composer that is. We have to keep our eye on him. I think he's going to go far. He. Um, has also done a lot about the power uh, of uh, collaborative singing and joining groups together that I think is really nice. Uh, Dr. Kenny Potter uh, from Winget, uh, Sarah Terrell, and uh, Dr. David Batchelor, who is the composer in residence at Winthrop University, and uh, finally, Marianne Archer. And I'm going to throw that in there. I'm also, I also composed a piece for the program. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're entitled to that. Get a little bit of your work in there, too. That sounds like quite an impressive roster of local people. And uh, on a personal note, I feel like several of those names you mentioned are friends of WDAVs, either because we play a lot of their music, as in the case of Dan Locklear and Dan Forrest. Uh, James Kevin Gray is also, in addition to being a composer, the music director at St. John's Baptist Church, where we do our yearly Lessons and Carols live broadcast. Uh, Kenny Potter has been a guest on this podcast recently, so uh, definitely a, a roster of people worth listening to on this uh, concert program. Now, when you talk about premieres and new work, regrettably, sometimes that raises a flag for some uh, audience goers and they think it's not going to be appealing music because Mm. they have this association that contemporary means harsh or atonal or unpleasant. Uh, What can you say to reassure them? Oh, my goodness, yes. They're (laughs) in for a treat. Uh, I I hope that they'll put that concern aside. We are uh, featuring one piece that is David Batchelor's piece called Silence, Peace, Rest, which is particularly unique. It is the only piece on the program that, that that explores modern harmonies, um, but also uh, has a, just a very unique way of exploring uh, what I would call non-text singing, a little bit more like uh, where, he, where he treats the voice as an instrument. There's some whispering and some dis- mm. from experimentation along those lines, but it is absolutely a beautiful piece of music, just very interesting. He wrote it to, um, to kind of try to explore his own imagination on what sound must be like in heaven. If that doesn't whet your appetite, I don't know what would. <laughs> um, and then um, some of the uh, le- more obscure composers, uh, uh, Marianne Archer, uh, we, she actually was the uh, profession- she's a, a professional flutist and piccolo player uh, for a number of years, 26 years, I believe, with the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra. So she has a strong background. But in her alter ego, uh, she is a... Um, a spiritual director, and she and the the, the the service of Compline uh, has inspired her to set a particular prayer 
uh, an evening prayer uh, to music, and it's a very simple, beautiful, and a very tonal and lovely piece, as, as, as is Sarah Terrell's piece, and I believe my own would be also. James Kevin Gray's piece is called Hear My Prayer, O Lord, and he actually wrote it uh, a couple of years ago, but has never found the right setting in which to share it. And so when I came along and asked him if he had something he would like us to present on our program, he pulled that out and said that he wanted to kind of share. And that, that came about, um, when you hear it, you realize how connected it is to the process of, uh, of contemplation and meditation. It has a pedal point that sounds throughout the entire piece, which kind of grounds the listener. And then it adds one voice at a time. A cappella means that we don't use instruments. But in this case, he includes a couple of instruments. He includes uh, a C instrument. In our case, it could be a flute. He also includes handbills, which have high overtones. And then he includes on the opposite spectrum a bass drum hmm. and a, either a low string bass or, in our case, we're going to use an organ pedal. He says that those instruments, that they really get absorbed by the voices and become voices themselves, but in ranges that the voices cannot sing. So it creates a much larger spectrum of sound uh, in this meditative piece. It sounds like a, a really interesting and varied program, although I am picking up a sort of theme of spirituality in some of the pieces you're talking about. Anything a little bit more uh, down-to-earth? Kenny Potter's piece, uh, Hope is the Thing with Feathers, is based on the poem of Emily Dickinson. Uh, although hope is also a spiritual uh, yeah. <laughs> thing, but nonetheless, that is a secular piece. And then Dan Lockler's piece is called The Trees, and that is a four-movement a cappella choral cycle that was extracted from a larger nine-movement cycle um, that is partially uh, accompanied by a wind quintet and piano. But these four movements are the a cappella movements that are taken out, and they he wrote them in such a way that they can be extracted and sung as a group. So this is called The Trees. The music and the words lead the listener to feel like they're swaying in the wind in the forest and just very you know, interesting uh, interpretations of the works of poet A.R. Ammons. When I noticed that sort of spiritual trend, it's really not that surprising when it comes to choral music, not only because of the associations with worship services and the like, but according to some scholarship, probably the earliest music was the the result of uh, groups of people coming together and and raising their voices in some kind of worship or praise. That's right. Um, do you have any theories about what's so powerful about that in when it comes to choral music? I believe that choral music, since it doesn't require the use of anything outside of your body, is the deepest expression of the soul. And music itself is such a magical thing. Uh, it reaches into uh, the depth of the heart perhaps more readily than anything else does. One of the things that I remember, uh, my, my grandmother, who was a singer, died at 99 and a half, and she, she had dementia. But one of the things that was really curious to me was that you know, early on she lost the ability to speak, but she would always hum. Hmm. She always had a tune in her heart. And if you would, if you would sing something that she, that she had sung in her childhood, she would start mouthing the words along with you. She couldn't talk, but she could still sing. Is there anything else you want to tell us about the concert? Tickets are available by calling uh, 980-272-8556, which is the Caritas ticket hotline. And they're also available by email at caritasticketsales 
at gmail.com, and that's spelled C-A-R-I-T-A-S. My guest has been Kathy Youngblood, Artistic Director and Conductor of the Caritas A Cappella Ensemble. And again, they're performing a program titled Homegrown on Sunday, February 25th, with music by many regional composers, including Dan Forrest, Dan Locklear, and James Kevin Gray. Performances are at 3 p.m. at Davidson College Presbyterian Church, and again later that day, 7 p.m. at Christ Episcopal Church in Charlotte. And there's information at our Piedmont Arts podcast subscription page. We will post a link there uh, to the Caritas website so you can get more information if you missed any of these details. Kathy, thanks so much for speaking with me. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Subscribe to this podcast at wdav.org slash subscribe. And follow us on Facebook for classical music news, humor, and programming updates. WDAV is a service of Davidson College supported by listeners like you. Find us on the radio at 89.9 FM and HD1, streaming at WDAV.org, or on our mobile app, available at Google Play and the iTunes App Store. Thanks for listening.